Busy does not mean effective. Busy does not mean profitable. Just because you're busy doesn't make you better than somebody that only has to work 20 hours a week. I used to get that confused. I used to busy myself all the time so that I felt like I was worth the money that I was making. Hey guys, I'm Lindsay Teague Moreno and welcome to the Boss Up Podcast, a short, no BS podcast for all entrepreneurs. You can find more information or connect with me online at lindsayteaguemoreno.com. Welcome back to the Boss Up Podcast. I'm super glad to be back with you this week. Uh, This week, we're going to be talking about five things that you're doing right now that are actually hurting your business. So if you can turn these five things around, you could actually change how effective your business is every single week. And so I want to share these five things with you. Before I do that, though, I want to talk to you guys about this week's wine. This week, I am actually presenting to you guys a wine that I tried on an airplane for the first time. And then I just happened to be given this wine when on vacation. And so I had it twice in like a week span. And both the times I was like, ooh, this is really good. And then I realized, oh, it's the same wine. <laughs> and so that is the Villeneuve Chat Neuf de Pop. <laughs> Say that five times fast. I will write it down in the description of this so you guys can actually (laughs) go and try to find it. Um, I've gotten this comment a lot. All of the wines that I do for the wine of the week are actually in the description of the podcast for the week. So you can see them, Google them, look for them, go on wine.com, wherever you go um, and find them. So Villeneuve Chateauneuf de Pop. This is a red wine. It's a full body, medium to full bodied red wine. Really good, not super expensive. I think you can get it for like 50 bucks a bottle, which if you were going out to dinner would be fine to spend. Uh, So I want you guys to be spending that kind of money for wine at home too, because I actually think drinking wine at home is much better. (laughs) You don't have to drive home afterwards. So it's about 50 bucks a bottle, I think. I'm drinking the 2012. Uh, I've had the 2010. Both are really good. It is um, a medium to full bodied red wine. It has like a nice berry flavor to it, really smooth. It doesn't have that bite in the back of your mouth, which is what I avoid with red wine. I just really don't like it at all. So give this one a try, 2012 Villeneuve Chateauneuf de Pop. Now let's get into it, shall we? So let's talk about the five things that you may be doing right now that might be holding your business back. There are five things that I think you guys could change so easily and improve your bottom line this week, right now, without much education, without much having to work super hard to make the changes. They're little things that I think you guys could change right now. And the first one is confusing your brand with your logo. A lot of people think, well, I can't be brand consistent unless I have the money to hire someone to create me a logo and create me letterhead and create me a cute website. Those things can be part of your brand, but they're not your brand. You are your brand. Everything you put in front of your customers is your brand. It is so important to be consistent with your brand and what you put in front of people. And it has nothing to do with what your logo looks like. You do not have to have a bunch of money and have this great logo and this great website before you can start attracting people. Your logo is not your brand. It's part of it. Everything you say Everything you do, the way you interact with people, the way your product looks on your page or your social media feeds, that is your brand. Remember that. Remember that as you're interacting with people. Remember that as you are commenting on other people. Your customers can see everything you do online. Make sure that you are being really smart with your brand. Don't be going off on tangents online when you have customers that are watching you. If you want them to buy your product, they have to like you. Your brand must be likable, right? 
They have to trust you. So if you are getting, finding yourself engaged in a lot of political fights or whatever it is, whatever it is that, <laughs> that might get you in trouble or is not going to be likable to your customer, you need to watch out because that will become part of your brand. If you are that person that's constantly getting caught up in Facebook fights or girl fights or whatever it is, that will become part of your brand. I don't want to buy from her. She's constantly in fights on social media. It's not mature right? Your brand is so important. And the things that you put out, the way that you portray yourself online will be seen by your customers. That is your brand. That is the thing you should be working hard on. As you get more customers and you get more and more successful, then you can work on things like, I need a great website. I need a website upgrade. I need a new brand look, right? That's fine. That can come down the road, but that's not your brand. Don't confuse your logo with your brand. Number two, spending too much time on the things that are not of value to your customer. I see this a lot in two ways. Number one, doing what everyone else is doing. And number two, focusing outside of your target. Keeping up with the Joneses is a scary thing in business. Number one, we don't want to feel like we're going to be missing out on something, right? Something new comes along. Everyone's taking this certain kind of picture. Everyone's using this certain kind of filter on their photos. Everyone's doing something new, right? Something new came out and it's not necessarily brand consistent with your brand, but you feel like, oh, I can't miss out on this. I have to do it too, right? And so you just throw everything at your customers. Everything gets thrown at the wall and we'll see what works. Instead, I think it's much better to be consistent with what you started with or with what you like, not necessarily what everyone else likes, what your brand looks like to you or what is attractive to you, I think is much more important to stay consistent with that stuff than throwing everything that everyone else is doing at the wall or at your customer, because it's going to be looking jumbled, right? You need to make sure that you are staying consistent and not falling into this trap of, I have to do what everyone else is doing. Right now, everyone's doing flat lays and I don't know how to do that, right? And so I'm gonna go and use everybody else's stuff or I'm gonna go spend a lot of money to have somebody do this for my business when it's not necessarily going to bring you in new business. If that's not part of your brand, it doesn't have to be. You don't have to keep up with the Joneses. You can do whatever's working for you, okay? The second thing I said was focusing outside of your target. A lot of times I'll see people get scared. I'm being too focused on my one target and I'm missing all this business outside of my target market. Yep. Yep. You may be, (laughs) but I think it's better to be focused on your own target market rather than worried about the things that you're missing. Those people may find you or they may not. They may be attracted to somebody else. That's okay. I would rather you be really great value to the target market that you do have. The people that are most likely to buy your product really work on focusing and getting them really good service or a really good product that's for them and not worry so much about who you're not attracting. Because what happens is when you try to attract everyone, you attract no one basically. The people that you should be attracting will be turned off by you trying to grab somebody else. For example, I want to attract people between 30 and 40 women who have young kids who understand me, who get me, right? If I spend too much time trying to attract men into my business, well, the women that might be attracted to my business will start to be turned off by that, right? I would rather serve that small target market really well then make sure I'm attracting everybody. That's where the people are that I really care about serving. And other people can serve the men in, you know, millennial men or older women or people with great experience. I would rather focus on people that don't have great experience being entrepreneurs. 
And so in order for me to do that, I have to focus in on those people and make sure I am serving my customer and not worrying about the customers that I'm not attracting. Number three, taking everyone's advice. This kind of goes along with that keeping up with the Joneses thing. I see it a lot in entrepreneurs uh, where they aren't sure what to do next. And so they spend so much time educating themselves from conflicting ideas that they do everything at once. And it becomes confusing to your customer. It feels like a pressure sales because actually your customers can feel the pressure that you're putting on yourself to sell something. I would rather you guys stop step back a little bit and really discern what is really good advice for you and what is not at this time. You cannot do everything. And those who do will not be consistently attracting the right kind of customer, right? You want to attract the kind of customer that's going to, that we call sticky, the person that's going to come, that's going to stay, and then that's going to recommend you to other people. In order to do that, You guys cannot be just taking everything that you hear and throwing it at the wall and hoping this is going to stick or someone's going to read my post today or someone's going to hire me today because of this one thing and hope that it works and then try that for a little bit. And then when that stops working, do something different. I would rather see you guys be really consistent to something, put a plan in place, work really hard at it, and then evaluate what worked, what didn't, how can we tweak that? right? Rather than just saying, I'm going to read everything, listen to everything, watch everything and do everything all at once. It becomes this jumbled mess and it's not effective. Number four, we glorify busy. (laughs) Busy does not mean effective. Busy does not mean profitable. Just because you're busy doesn't make you better than somebody that only has to work 20 hours a week. I used to get that confused. I used to busy myself all the time so that I felt like I was worth the money that I was making. That is not the truth. I was lying to myself. We glorify busy in this business. Like you have to have so much stuff to do. You don't, you don't. I eventually figured out that I needed to work myself out of a job in my business where I could hire people or people could come behind me and take the place of what I was doing so that I could focus on other things so that I could do other things so that I could expand the business so that I could do whatever I wanted to do. But you have to be able to eventually have people to help you so that you don't have to be so busy. When we glorify busy, we burn out. We cannot burn out in our businesses because we are, we are the backbone of our businesses. In order for our business to succeed, we have to be there. All right. So don't glorify busy. There's no reason that you should be working every single day, a hundred hours a week. If you aren't trying to get your business off the ground, right? When you first are getting your business off the ground, yes, there are going to be things that you're going to have to sacrifice and you might work a ton of hours to get it off the ground. We love it, right? I personally could work all the time, but it's not good for my family. I'm basically sacrificing everything else. And when you let everything else go, eventually you might find yourself with this really great business and a marriage that fell apart or a really great business and kids that say, oh, no, 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 my mom wasn't around when I was a kid. I don't want that. You don't want that. So let's make sure that we're not glorifying busy. We're not doing things just that are busy work just to say we did something that day. Take the time to schedule, do whatever you have to do so that you're not glorifying. I'm so busy. I don't have time for that when you really do. Finally, you're putting unrealistic expectations on your business. I find this, especially when it comes to time and money, women will start a business and they have seen what other people have done and they're not taking into account how much experience they have, the people they know, um, you know, how much they put into it in the past. And they expect that their business is going to follow right along the same path as everybody else. And that's just not the truth. Do not put unrealistic expectations for time or the amount of money that you're going to be bringing into your business on your business. That's the fastest way to get frustrated and quit. 
let your business grow a little bit very consistently. I have heard really great entrepreneurs tell me over and over again, it's so important to not undervalue slow and consistent growth. Just because you're not growing as fast as the person you think you should be comparing yourself to doesn't mean it's not still growth. Doesn't mean it's the right time for you. Don't be fooled by what you read on the internet. Not everything is as great or as big as it seems, if that makes sense. A lot of times I will see things and I'll think, oh my gosh, I could never keep up with that. But the truth is, we're seeing smoke and mirrors. We only see the good stuff that's put out there. We're not seeing anything that's behind the scenes. So allow yourself to grow at the rate that you're supposed to. I'm not saying allow your business to become stagnant and do nothing about it. Don't do that. But don't put yourself down by comparing yourself to other people. All right, so here are those five things again. Number one, confusing your brand with your logo. Number two, spending time on things that are not of value to your customer. Number three, taking everyone's advice. Number four, glorifying busy. And number five, putting unrealistic expectations on your business. These are five things that I think can be easily fixed. Things where you can put yourself in check a little bit and step back and say, yep, you know what? What I gave today is enough. Yep, you know what? Focusing on this one person is enough. Yep, I am doing it right. Yes, I am gonna give myself grace. Yes, I am gonna give myself with a pat on the back and say, look, I just did as much as I could this week and that's enough. I love you guys. I hope you have a great week. I'll talk to you guys next week. Today's Boss Up Podcast is brought to you by all the excuses that you've given to get out of that play date with a kid from school whose mom is just not your people. Cheers. Cheers.